20 years on and 90s alt rock is still where it's at so whoever you are if it makes you happy get ready to follow us down into 1996 next on over under fair Bowie, getting getting loose, having a good mood, guys. We got, uh, here we are over under fair, the final word in pop culture relevance. I am your host, Dave Roldan. Uh, with me, as always, the lovely Lacey McGraw. Hey. The lovely Jason Pinkham. Hey. And the more than lovely, the, the man behind the board there, Roger Castillo. <laughs> Very nice. Perfect. All right, so we're going to shake mm-hmm. it up a little bit today. We're going to have a, a little different take on the presentation as normal. Uh, you know, typically our shows are kind of, we find a topic, we talk it out. Is it overrated? Is it underrated? Uh, I wanted to approach this a little different though. I found a spin, uh, well, formerly spin magazine. Cause what's a magazine, right? So spin.com list of, uh, the 96 best alternative rock songs of 1996. So we trade pretty heavy in nostalgia. All of us being in our thirties. I mean, I do anyway, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I know all of you. So I will, you do. And, uh, we we all have very passionate feelings about lots of dumb shit, like what songs are good from a year. We Jason. trade so heavy in nostalgia, we started a podcast about it. <laughs> True so, story. Yeah, safe bet. Yeah, so I was looking over this list, and I was like, man, there's 96 songs here, and a lot of these songs are pretty great, but I just feel like we have more to say about it. We could probably find some songs that we think are overrated. I Hell, even like, underrated. I just feel like we could opinionate ourselves to death on looking at them. I, I, we we could do more could. than the tweet they put put under each <laughs> Yeah, the blurb song. under each song. God. So, yeah, we got... But the, oh, let's get to the number one. Let's do seven paragraphs on right, 1979. Yeah. Oh, don't have a spoiler alert, man. <laughs> All right, so what we're going to do Sorry, then, yeah, listeners. What we're going to do then, uh, we each have a little list of songs here that we think are overrated and a list of songs that we think are underrated and some kind of in between, and we're just going to talk it out. So we'll, uh, we'll start off. You guys want? Did we agree to start overrated? We, we I thought overrated? we were starting. Overrated. Oh no, we're starting with where we think everything's kind of okay. Okay, so the list on the whole, it's ninety six songs, like we said, and uh, going numbered down from ninety six to one. Uh, Jason already gave you the number one, so I guess we can just start there. Oh, Nineteen seventy nine of the Smashing Pumpkins was, per the writers and reviewers of Spin dot com, the number one alternative rock song of nineteen ninety six. How do you guys feel about that selection? That's on my fairly rated list. I put. I also put that on my fairly rated list. I would also say it as well. I think. I think it's a good. I think it's the right spot to land. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins were pretty. Pretty exemplary of what 1996 sounded like. That album was a monster. It had tons of singles, but this is this is honestly probably the best one. I like other songs on Melancholy a little more than this, but this is a suitable. It's a, if you're gonna pick a song, like hey, what's the best 1996 like rock ass song? It's probably 1979. Yeah. This song, this song was hot yeah. in 1996. <laughs> for, and for me, that song was hot in 2006. Yeah. That song is hot now. It yeah, still plays on EDM. It's a great song. Like on a regular, like, I'm pretty sure it plays every day on alternative rock. Radio. A lot of these songs will. Like the songs in the top ten, you'll find a bunch of them are still staples. Like there's a reason that they're rated this yeah, high. Yeah, exactly. So you know that song too. I mean, it. it the, the reason I put it in fairly rated is because of the fact that number not only the fact that it's number one, but also 
as a non-Smashing Pumpkins fan, like I was never, I I can't name more than five songs that aren't on that aren't singles, right? But I ride hard for that song because that song's that good. It's a great song. That yeah, that tells you something about the song. song. Yeah. Um, we'll just round out the top five here before we start getting real in depth. The other numbers on the list, but uh, so one through five, we got 1979, Where It's At uh, by Beck, Champagne Supernova, Oasis, Rage Against the Machines, Bulls on Parade. And stupid girl by garbage. Those are all. Those are all songs you'd kind of expect. Like that. That makes sense. I. I will have something to say about one of those songs coming up later. But you know, as a as a top five, those are those are all pretty decent selections. You touched on another one of my fairly rated two with Bulls on Parade. Bulls on Parade. Bulls on Parade belongs in the top five. Yeah, like exactly. I, I've never been a huge rage guy. I enjoy them a lot, but I'm not like I don't put them up on any kind of pedestals. But that song is certainly. It's certainly one of the five best songs, nineteen ninety six. No, well, no doubt. Yeah. Especially because you know it says even it says in the article they were before their time, and not even in like a revolutionary sense, but like they were pre rap rock and they were rap rock. So if you take like right, if you take any song from that nineteen ninety two debut, I believe it was that wasn't a single, and you play it to some kid today, they're like, "What is this? This is awesome!" Like I played a uh, bomb track to somebody who had never heard bomb track. Like when did this come out? Like twenty four years. How old ago. were they? Like ten? Well, they were like twenty two. Oh wow! It was just two years before their time. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're you know. Right. And bomb track is wasn't a big radio hit. Not or not. It didn't live past its time. So they're just. I just want to give credit where credit's due. Right. Yeah. That's fair. <clears throat> Lacey. No. Nobody. Nobody does rage. I mean, ra- I shouldn't say. Nobody does that fusion genre like Rage Against the Machine. I think they were the first to do it, or at least the first commercially successful to do it. And nobody to this day will ever match up to the music that they put out when they were in their heyday. No, and certainly, yeah. arguably the best example of what it is they do. Because there's yeah. a ton of imitators like, yeah. no, and nobody, all pale comparisons. Yeah, exactly. And when, I saw him, when I saw him with that hybrid of minus Zach De La Locha, uh, with it, oh, you, the I've, well, with the audio slave? slave. No, 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 no. no the most recent one, the yeah. Prophets, Prophets of Rage. Rage. Yeah, even with Chuck D and um, Be Real, that energy in that crowd. They, I mean, like you could saw people having 1996 flashbacks in front of me. They were just yeah. like, did they play Rage songs? Is yes, that something they, they did? yeah, yeah. They, they played all pretty much all Rage songs. Oh, that's pretty cool. And no, Tom Morello does not get enough credit as a guitar player too. I think he gets plenty of credit as a guitar plenty. player. Yeah, really? he, okay. he, maybe, gets, maybe, he gets that dap for sure. Maybe because like every time I see a list, it's always you know Eddie Van Halen, and then all, you know I never see him on these like. But Tom Morello is an extended list of guys. Okay, like, he'll he'll fall in places like the thirties. I've even seen him in, in like the the mid twenties on list of like all time guitar players. He should you know? be top five in my opinion. Well, that's no, I, that's I agree. I, no, I, I agree one hundred percent. Actually, that's a different show, and we'll we'll save that for some other yeah, time. That, that, yeah, that's, that's a good show. Yeah, I'll I'll back you on that a thousand times. I and think he, uh, much like the band that he's in, he does what he does well. Absolutely, and he is very good for what he for that band right there. But I think if you look outside, I, I mean, I haven't heard Tom Morello do other things. But Rage Against the Machine and all of the musicians that are in that band are very niche. You know, that is what they do, and that's what they do well. Yeah, for sure. Any other? So if we go into a broader view at the list here any other songs you guys have opinions on like we we kind of like where they're at um yeah i i actually had champagne supernova and 1979 in my fairly rated uh um, are we just going through fairly rated yeah if you okay. want okay in my fairly rated i i thought 1979 was was pretty much yeah i couldn't argue with that it's not honestly i know we already <laughs> talked about it but not not a song that i actually love 
Uh, yeah. I, I didn't when it came out. I still don't really enjoy it that much. Um, and Champagne Supernova, same thing. But I think for, for that year, if I think back to the year and what was flying around that year and I look at this list, those two songs are right where they should be. Um, Just a Girl is one that I thought was fairly rated. It was pretty high up on the list. I think deservedly. Deservedly, I think so. That was, I think, being that I was, what, 11 years old at the time? I think every 11-year-old girl at the time was in love with Gwen Stefani. As a a 13-year-old boy, I was also in love with Gwen Stefani. She she was everybody's, uh, every girl my age loved Gwen. And uh, that that album, that whole... Oh, yeah. Tragic Kingdom is a... The seminal, it's still on, you know, teenager. Yeah, but it's, album. it's still on my top ten of all time favorite albums. Yeah, like yeah, personal wow. favorites for sure. And I played the shit out of that CD yeah. when I got it, and it was one of the first CDs I actually ever owned. CD stands for compact disc for anybody yeah. that's listening to this <laughs> and they're not entirely aware. Um, yeah, but those were the three that I chose that were just right. I think I think there's some others on this list that are that are fairly placed, but those were the three that I that stood out to me. I think the list kind of in pretty decent regard to what is on it because there's a lot of stuff that's a little more obscure there's a lot uh, Britain is represented really well on this list uh, in a way that's probably okay because it's I wasn't as aware of the sounds of what was coming out of England at that time aside from things like Oasis and Blur and stuff that you absolutely knew but for the most part it does a good job of including like a lot of stuff that people were listening to and could have possibly forgotten in that time like there's techno and stuff is represented on here with your orbitals and your chemical brothers like most of this stuff is in a place where it probably belongs most of it because we have we have very strong opinions on some of the songs that aren't but you're looking through here and you see songs like big me by the foo fighters like just around the 20s and uh pepper at number 10 like i want to put pepper in like a in a place category all by itself by the butthole servers it's one of my favorite songs ever and that's like if I wanted to move it up further, I could make arguments for it. But if it hit the top ten, yeah. that's acceptable. Pepper like, was in my honorable mentions yeah. for just right. Yeah, it is. Um, it is just right. Like, like it's up there. It's not so much so that you think it takes over the songs that are really commercially successful. Right. But like people knew that song. Oh back my god, then. they still do. Yeah, I was, people still know that song. I was at a thing. I was at a party over the weekend, and we were playing this past weekend, and we were listening to this playlist. <laughs> and Pepper is one of those songs that came on, and every single person was like, "Yeah." Yeah, this is this is the song. Yeah. I, I love this song. Yeah. You have any thoughts on Pepper Jason? No, none at all. None. I, I was just thinking about my honorable mentions for yeah, go nuts, man. Songs that I felt needed to be moved up, but not strongly enough that I would like make an argument make for them. Uh, like Peaches was one. Yeah, because I thought it was just so unique. You know, it's Peaches it's, by President of the United States of America. I'm just, I, in case we don't, know. I don't think we have to because it's still being played. It's still yeah. getting playtime. I mean, really? That, yeah, and yeah. Again, yeah, next though. But yeah, next is it's still a it's niche programmed song, like, by forty year olds though, so that's another element of it. Yeah. So I mean, the, the, this was like their generation. Um, I also have on fairly rated. I have I had Love Fool, which I think right where it belongs. Right do, you have in that, a num- do you have a number for Love Fool? It's number it's nine. That? Number nine. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's right in that right spot. Like it's not gonna. Be a top I five agree with you. But I. I agree Absolutely with you, but I know. Disagree. Yeah. Well, let me, let me. Let me. We're gonna have a. We're gonna have a lengthy conversation about that in a few minutes. I will uh, say. I will say. Pepper is one of those songs that is not like everything in the '90s is like all mixed up. But like, you hey, listen- that's another one of my fairly rated. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, you look at bands like Sugar Ray that started off as completely different, and ended up when they ended up when they by the time they got the radio, ended up like 
from like A to like whoa, what happened? The same thing with Ma- if you listen to anything but a whole service before this, nothing sounds like this right, at yeah. all. And all of a sudden they come out with this, and it's it's one of my favorite songs of all time. It, like it's a, it's a top it's in the top twenty. It is a weird late yeah. career like crossover. Yeah, hit. like that. They're not the only band that like had this happen. Like Luscious Jackson has like a weird. They're yeah. on here too with the same kind of situation. You know, right. But yeah, it's, there's a lot of bands that had kind of weird blips happen like that in the '90s and Butthole Surfers. Yeah, Meat Puppets. Yeah, yeah. like, but Butthole Surfers were definitely uh, the benefactors of something like that happening. Because they're definitely a regional band. Everybody in Texas, I oh, mean, for every, sure. yeah, yeah, Texas like, knew them. All the, you know. Yeah, but this song, I can't. I could do a whole podcast about this song. <laughs> but anyway, the rest of um, my fairly raids were all just things that were I felt a little too like maybe they, they were more genre representative, like uh, Goldfinger. You know, okay, yeah. here, here, uh, here in your bedroom, uh, the wonders for fictional bands. <laughs> yeah, that, that song is a jam, though. No, right? it is. Like, no, it, absolutely. It on yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, like it, it is a, it is a snapshot in time of what was nineteen ninety six felt like. You know, and then I mean? for as much as I love the song, the beautiful people, only because I think it should have been. I think it's fairly rated because it could have been lower because it doesn't really fit in alternative. It's more like. More towards like heavier rock, almost metal, but yeah, but that's know, still but that's it is still indicative. Under the guys. Again, it's a genre. Like, yeah, it's a genre header for sure. Go ahead, um, I do not remember that Goldfinger song. Oh, I, I listened didn't. to it. Yeah, but I played and it. I do not remember it. I I do because that was like when I was growing up. That was like re- they were representative of a genre that was popular at that time. I mean, I certainly remember Goldfinger, and I was listening to a lot of radio back then because that's a lot of what was available to me. I just don't recall that song. It's weird because I remember Goldfinger and some of the other stuff that they did, but. I just cannot remember that song. Like, <laughs> I, I must have just missed that one. They, it, it, I, I think I gave I gave them fairly rated not because of the strength of the song, because the genre itself. Like you know, you had your mustard plugs, your suicide machines. Like I kind of put them all in the same category of like feel good Scott that has no those, real depth. Both of those two bands, Suicide Machines and Mustard Plugs, are local. I know. I, know. I mean, they they certainly yeah. have a more of a national following than like just a local band. Yeah. But Mustard Plug and Suicide Machines are both Michigan-based bands, so yeah. I think we probably had a lot more exposure to them than maybe like outside of the Michigan area. I was just top of yeah. heading it. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm just bringing that up. And it's a, especially and then the band I'm playing right now, Fountains of Wayne, is a band that. Is they wrote that thing you do. Yeah, well, they, they, they should be honorable mention because this band was like to me the ma- like in the same category as Matthew Sweet that they were really really good but never got that big push. I mean, ironically enough, they're known for a song "Stacy's Mom," which is right. They're way worst song. late in their career. yeah, way too. late in their career, and that yeah. didn't have a good of a song. But stuff like "Radiation Vibe" was a nominated first. for a Best New Artist Grammy. By yeah. the way, really, when, really, for, I didn't know that song. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is a song I remember for here in 120 minutes. Yep. Absolutely. This band was very talented, never got the credit it deserves in the 90s, but it was fairly rated in the list 44. I think 44 was yeah, a good representation. It's a, it's, that it's there at all is good, yeah. and that it's that high is actually pretty respectful. Like, exactly. I don't think it's too high. Either. I, I was shocked, too. Yeah, it was It was, it was nice, a nice touch. I also had, a, I think, yeah, Gravity Kills on here mm-hmm. as a fairly rated. Again, it's sort of a Nine Inch Nails ripoff, right. but I, I think I'm okay with that. I think it's... It's really easy this list in a way because it's all of it's pretty fairly rated. I mean, like it's a it's a pretty solid list of like what it is they're attacking. Let me get to it. Like all of it is, you can just say it's a pretty well made list, like of what it covers and everything that it includes, genres across genres across genres, and lots of you know cross sections of everything that was kind of being played. Then the the difference is when you start looking at it from a 
a personal perspective, and that's that's what we're exploring today. So I think I think we can talk about how everything's fair, but let's let's get to the meat of the conversation and let's start talking about what we think stuff needs to be on a personal level. So I think we'll start with uh, we'll start with overrated. And, I'm uh, trying to turn it down. It won't stop responding to my commands. The computer goes, no, we will play Fountains of Wayne. Forever. The, the computer has a very strong opinion about Fountains of Wayne. Right. Best do artist bullshit. So I think They've been around for quite a while. And will be around forever. Yeah. Hello, Roger. They were underappreciated in their time. Right. You know, it talks like the Joe's, uh, Moses in the South Park. I desire more thumbs away. Desire pop hits in a sensible those, fashion. Those those necklaces with popcorn, popcorn <laughs> necklaces. Those plates you stapled together with the beans inside. Make paintings of Fountains of Wayne album covers. No cake uh, for the impurity. Yeah. Okay, so busting in. No Wayne for the impurity. No Wayne for the impurity. <laughs> let's uh, let's start with overrated because that's Yay! that's probably the easiest thing to do, and I'm pretty sure this is where we're going to have the most agreement. I think. Uh, We'll, no, I doubt we'll, that. I think we'll we'll take uh, we'll take the gentleman's approach and ladies first. Lacey, if you want to, well, list she plays us, with her pigtails. List us our list us your your three overrateds, and then we'll we'll break into a discussion about each of them as we go. So go ahead. Back where it's at. What do you have numbers for these? I do. If you I, don't see, I, I back back's where it's, it's at is listed two. at number two. It's yeah. number two, and okay. I thought. I don't think this is a bad song. I like this before song. You, before you jump into it. Can you give them all, just give me all three of them? Oh, okay. all three of them. Then we'll talk about uh, it. Back where it's at. Okay. The Cardigans, Love Fool. Oh, Jesus. And uh, Chemical is it Chemical Brothers? The Chemical Brothers, Setting, Setting Sun. Yeah. yeah, which was number eleven. Yeah. So um, numbers two, nine, and eleven. I thought they were a little high. Uh, I thought Beck was a little high because to me this. I don't know this song. Something about it. I like it. I I don't think it's a bad song. I just don't love it and I feel like it would have sat better just out of outside of the top 10. I'm with you actually. I, I know I didn't feel strong enough to put it on the list but it's one of those songs that starts with such like it buys you in like he's got this you know like you can hear it's got a, like a sort of a gentle verse that builds up to a really cool chorus and then the song just kind of dies after that second chorus like there's no strong finish he just kind of it fizzles out and gets lost you know what I mean it's very quotable as is referenced by the two 30 plus year olds clapping and dancing to our left and right I don't hate the song no I don't hate I the, like song. the song I just think and it, I don't it, think it fizzles out I think it's a strong song I, think it does I just don't I just think it belongs just sitting outside of the top 10 a little bit what I would mean, you I replace have, it with what would I replace it with yeah uh, what, like what would you bump up well, hey, that's there you a go. whole other conversation. Yeah, would, we'll, would, we can move them around after. Let's just, oh, okay. just kind of talk about why they're overrated first. I just think Where It's At was just a little too high, that song to me. This one, though, oh, this song sucks, you guys. <laughs> I just hate it. I hate this song. It's just that... So you hate Joy? I is, just, that, is that what you're trying to convince, <laughs> right, convey right now? I just, really liked... What was the other song by the card again favorite I think, game my favorite game that, is a great song did that come out the same year did it come out so, a little no. later i was gonna say because there's that no song that's a great song was, that song was lit that's a great song so is this this You're wrong. one uh this one just <laughs> a race and a wine's a good one yeah that's a great song too race and wine's a good song i the just are great you're wrong <laughs> go ahead carry on hey we're having a conversation are you sure yeah <laughs> this song uh it just annoys me. I don't know that little in the background. I yeah. hate it. The chorus just too, gets yeah. the chorus just gets too much to me. I just think it's a weak, watered down pop song. It's, I, it's I, not good to me. I put it in fairly rated because I think it's it's one of those songs that I 
mentally define as the 90s. Like, yeah. I don't hear it often. It's, it's, yeah, it's not on any of my Spotify playlists. If you said, Dave, oh. name three songs from 1996, this is probably the third song I named. Like, yeah, off the top of exactly. my head. Exactly. I, I, I love it, it, it is a karaoke classic in my head. It comes on a lot. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, you, it's just, you're just like, oh, that song. Hey. Yeah. And uh, this song, Setting Sun by Chemical Brothers. Yeah. If only because... They had another song come out in 1996. Okay. That is way better. Here's the... Now, I'll just go ahead and we'll peek behind the curtain here. This is also on my overrated, Mm -hmm. uh, this song, because it actually is the only song from Dig Your Own Hole, their huge breakout album, to come out in In, the calendar year 1996 uh, in England only, because the album proper debuts in 1997 and the rest of the singles Block Rock and Beats you know uh, Lost in the K-Hole like all the other songs that come out from that album all come out in 1997 so that makes a lot more every sense other right? song is better than this song like yeah. Setting Sun is fine and it is an example of the sound and kind of like the the movement towards electronic which everybody thought was going to take over yeah. popular music how wrong they were but sure glad it didn't yeah hey I like it and I'm, I was a huge fan of then I loved this album I've played it several thousand times I'm fine enough but with this, this song level isn't great though like yeah, in comparison no. to everything that comes after it and it, especially because we're just probably it feels like this song is included because they wanted to put the Chemical Brothers on this right, list yeah. and that isn't fair like just do one for 1997 next year and you can use all the really good songs you know what I mean I think the reason why I think it's fairly rated though for that for that period of time um, it's a good rep Representation of what it was to come between that gap of '97 and '99, and the song. Actually, I actually like the song. I've always I liked like the song. song too, but, but it's it's not block rock and beats. It's not like no, it's, no, it's, it's not. And that's um, next year. Like if uh, we're just, we're splitting hairs, but that is what it is. Or like, let forever be. Like, let, right. Let, 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 let that's a different be. album. Yeah. That's that's no, surrender. True, but I mean that's my favorite. That's actually yeah. my favorite Kimball song. Yeah. But it's a great song. Um, that album alone, even lost in the keyhole and stuff like that. Um, well, what else? the Sophia. Copa video, um, not Copa. Nah. No, you're right, Sofia Coppola. I just, I'm forgetting the name right now. It's yeah, but that song is my favorite song on the album. Is that's that, a great that, song. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah. Um, but the song it's track three, I can't remember the name. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember that either. Anyway, oh, um, yeah, but Black Rocket Beats is a better song, but I, I still think this is a, I think it's fairly rated. I really do. This, I, Black Rocket Beats was also used. I'm sorry to cut you off, but Black Rocket Beats was also used in like every single heist movie during the heist scene because it rules. Like, yeah, it like is, a, that song has a lot of like sustainability. Yeah, this, but that makes a lot more sense to me because I was like, I was looking at this and I'm like, of course, that so was this record came out in '96. I didn't realize that the single didn't come out till '97. I kind of suspected that. Right. So that's um, you know that's just that's just how it worked. Yeah. Like they, this, but this to me, I mean. I don't remember this song. I I know it now. Right. I I, you know, I've heard it and I've experienced it past 1996. But I don't remember this being big in '96. It must have been big over in England. Um, but to me, this well, this single was released as a single only in the UK. Really? But yeah, oh, okay. so well, its inclusion on this list is entirely based on it being released yeah. in 1996 in England. Do so, you guys? So fuck that. It's too high. Do you guys think that the Wachowskis and Guy Ritchie both heard this song and went? <gasps> And simultaneously <laughs> brain gasms all yeah, literally yeah, well, like <gasps> yeah, all careers. Like <laughs> boom. Totally. Let's do it. Let's make this album into all of our movies. Yeah, you can hear the entire Matrix trilogy in this song. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Like yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I'm seeing the or banks the, the yeah. or the uh the uh ah the building scene yeah, yeah, yeah. with all the pillars. Or that sound like the the, the 
Like every Matrix movie, every movie yeah. ever since has it. Oh. Like, if it wasn't Rob Zombie in that club the first time, it would have been this. Yeah, probably. And I didn't even have this. I'm just going to mention Firestarter by The Prodigy. Because okay. I didn't even have this on my list. But I think that falls about right where it should be. Because I remember that song being really popular yeah. in 96. And that was kind of of the same ilk as like... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more vocals. I mean, they had a singer. They they're, a they're related. Singers, but yeah. yeah. It's like the severely Americanized Chemical Brothers. But also, that's like a crappier... That's a crappier song as opposed, as opposed to the songs that would also come off that album. Hence like, my, hence I don't love Firestar. It's not my favorite, my not favorite Prodigy song. Yeah, but, you know, Fed of the Land has a lot better songs on it. But anyway... Um, yeah, so those were those were overrated. Uh, I I didn't say anything about Beck because it would just hurt my heart. So I'm sorry. It's fine. Uh, if I could speak to Beck for a second, I was a huge fan. <laughs> I loved that album. I love that song. Every single song on there is a national treasure and should be preserved in the Library of Congress. So let's if we're going, we keep going overrated. Jason, you want you want to do some overrateds? Uh, yeah, El Scorcho I don't think belongs in the top ten. If El not, Scorcho by Weezer coming in at number six. Yeah, yeah. way, way, way too high. Mostly personal. We're going personal with this. I just this is personal. I've always hated Weezer. I've never really ever enjoyed hated? anything. Yes, I just Those are strong it's words. so fucking boring. It is so <laughs> really? dull to me. Yes, I don't identify with any of it. This song is so fun. It's so boring. It's just so dull and like. All the intentionally wah, wah, wah. bad singing at certain points in their career. They have points where, like, all you know, all, all the members of the band are going, ah! and I just, I can't, no, I don't fucking care. Well, I, I don't can, care about your rich white guy problems. I, I just 100% don't. understand where you're coming from after this album. Like, I love the blue album. I think it's great. And uh, yeah, and that's and the other album. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's the other element of this too. Is that my whole fucking life? Everybody's been like, that blue album's the, the greatest album. fucking album that has ever existed. The, the the dialogue changed on that though. The conversation became the green that, album. That Pinkerton. Ooh. This album. I still that disagree. Pinkerton the blue album is like is my favorite. Pinkerton is now like in hell regarded like like hardcore is like this is the best Weezer album. This album is sad, and that's fine. And there are better songs on this album than El Scorcho, which is why I would also agree that it's overrated. But I don't hate it. Like, right. you know, why so bother? Boring. Why so- bother is on this album, and it's way better than this song. But this song is a single, so yeah. it's so overrated. I didn't hear the song till ten years ago. I seriously, I, yeah, seriously, like I, I actually would say the same. I didn't hear it when in '96. Yeah, I never remember hearing this at all in '96. It was every other song on that album, but this song. And I'm in the same category as Jason with the Blue Album, and I'm like, I don't get it. And I like that kind of stuff. I, I, you know, I'm very into that kind of stuff, but. I never understood the appeal behind that whole album. I mean, Pickerton's good, but I'm just... I mean, I've heard oh, uh, Undone, the sweater song, a thousand times. This I didn't hear until... Somebody played it, I'm like, this is new Weezer. Like, no, sc- Blue album, Undone, yeah. Blue album. Oh, yeah, but like, somebody played this to me ten years ago. Like, I go, this is new Weezer? And they looked at me like I was on crack. I'm no, like, new Weezer wishes it could sound this good. That's yeah. the thing. Like, after, the, after this album, like... Rivers goes bananas and then comes back and he's like, "I'm just gonna write pop songs. Like none of my songs are gonna mean anything anymore." So what's, what's, what's Green that? Album's fun, like who's it's the, okay, but every single album after that sucks. I would go on record and defend that. I think it's because uh, who's that? Who's the guy who left the band? The, the, the guitar player, uh, Matt. Ah, oh, shit, Matt. That guy. That, that, that guy. guy. That guy. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? We have like a oh, legion. Yeah. I think after he left the band, because I think he was no, on I agree. Camp. He was on the first two albums. He was on Little Blue Album and Pinkerton, and the sound of the band just goes away. Like yeah. Rivers becomes focal point of everything and is just kind a, of... Yeah. Is he the guy that looks like George Harrison's song? A little bit. Yep. yep. Okay. That guy. That guy, I think once that guy left, he, he went, he didn't have, he didn't have, he had control of the band and 
the guy who probably regulated rivers was gone. Right. Then there's another element of that to me too. For me personally, is that I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the bar or gone to a party and heard someone just yelling out. So I just hate Weezer. I'm done. Like I just. What kind of parties I are you know, going to? Like, People are just I'm... screaming the sweater song every. <laughs> when it was playing. All right, that's. Mm. You're going to that's different bars than me. Yeah. I never hear yeah, the sweather. Really. I've heard can it. You a give me a thousand list million of the bars times. that you go to, so I can also. Go <laughs> I would rather hear that than uh, the shit well, I, I have to call. I go to twenty-four yeah. year old me. Uh, but uh, also on my list was Primitive Radio Gods, which the whole room yelled at me yeah, for. Dude, you are on an island. Again, like, it's so fucking boring. Again, I just can't do it. I have no patience for it. I listen to every single song on can, this list. Can you give me the full title of that song? No. If you want to? Nope. Well, I, I won't, won't even give me the honor. Uh, Primitive Radio so Gods. So, anyways. Standing outside a broken talking phone about? booth with money. <clears on it. throat> Sorry. <laughs> it was just. I, I listened to every single song on this list this week. Every single one. And it was the. It's number 14. It. It was the one that I was like, this needs to end now. Like, this needs to end 10 minutes ago. I fucking hate this song. I was mad. It is, it is at this point that I turned against you, and I'm like, I hate this project. <laughs> like, I'm fucking done. Because I remembered, he- uh, and there it is. And I remembered hearing this song everywhere in, like, the early 2000s. And I know it's popular, and I know it has its place. But for me, on a personal level, it's just boring and stupid and this it doesn't song. have a place. Okay, so, uh, it is. It's amazing. You I just can, want to sing this song the second you hear it. Fun fact. You just want to you want to BB King your yeah. shit out right now. Fun fact. This is the first song I ever played on your my first paid radio gig in Grand Rapids. Really? And it was funny cuz when I played it I'm like and I'm like I remember the exact comment I go well, I played this. I remember hearing this song in high school. Now I'm playing it for the first time ever. 979G, and then it just went and did my thing. It was weird. It's such what, a good song. The thing is, Jason, the 90s were songs that you did not expect to be hits that came out of literally nowhere. So many. Yeah. yeah. And there was and, and the thing in the 80s was, 80s was synth pop, and that was it, and then you had your genres. The 90s was like, hey, this will work, and then you can't classify it. There's not a lot of classification in the song. That's what I like about it. When you hear it, you're like, that is quintessential night. It's like, White Town, I'll never... Like, you're a woman. You're a woman? Yeah. That's, that's quintessential 90s, and this is exactly in that kind of genre. I love this. I love this. Counterpoint to what you just said using your own hand motion against you. In the 90s, music was just... Turns out shit does stick to the wall. What's in this? Literally, I... No, I know you weren't saying that. I'm not saying... I'm saying that's yeah. the way I perceived it was like... There is so much of this list that reminds me of why I dislike a lot of the 90s music. Like, there's so much to like, and I admit it, but there's a lot of it that I just really just can't identify with. That fizzles out. It never reaches its full potential. I thought the Beck words hurt me. Somehow I'm being more wounded by this. And then my last one was Follow You Down. I thought it was just too high. (laughs) Well, you could cry or you could defend it. I mean... What what can I say to defend it? I mean, if, it's I'm Jangle gonna, Pop. I'm gonna tell finest. you that it's great. Yeah, Jangle and Pop. And you're finest. just gonna say it's not. Like I, the Jim Blossoms are amazing. Like they are yeah. a '90s, the most yeah. '90s ass '90s. Them, thing. The, them and Collective Soul. Absolutely. But, the weird thing is though, like we said, I, I like the Cardigans, but not yeah. this. Right? You know what's yeah. funny though? I love uh, Love Fool. Yeah, you but, can say we can say about everything though. Like that's what's so great about lists like this is that all of it is the most '90s ass '90s yeah. shit. I was also sad there was no Blues Traveler on this list. Do they have an album about '90s? I don't think they did. And that's why they're not. I here. know. Yeah, they would have been like ninety. We'll go do a ninety-four list. Four, yeah, 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 yeah we, can, we can do run around. And we can talk about that. But we're that not, was the other reason I didn't we're like not this. Not talking song. about that. It's because this why? Just sounds like 
Yankee counting crows and blues travelers. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Gin Blossoms had their own sound. Yeah. You, how do you not want to freaking just put on Empire Records right now? Yeah. I hated that movie. No. Uh, Jason, you were the wrong person to pick yeah. for this one. That, that's what it is. It's just Name, you 90s just don't movies. like the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, this is your generation <laughs> later. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. I'm like. One year, two years younger. I'm not apparently, that much younger. Apparently, those two years were enough to damage you permanently. Well, you're just graduating high school. If you can't appreciate this song. Yeah, you're on the tail end of that. Well, Our, I graduated in 03, though. Yeah, but... I was rich into the... Apparently, at Over Under Fair, we don't like different opinions. No, I, no, I, no I'm, not, I'm not saying yeah. you can't have the opinion. I'm just saying yeah. I can't believe Somebody it. literally like, just said you're the wrong personally. person for the show. I, that was a joke, obviously. Yeah. I like, cried it inside. Just, it just, I'm crying inside that you hate the gin blossoms. Yeah. It hurts me. I think it's a five-year... It hurts 13-year-old me on a level I can't express. I think there's a, like... I think Because 13-year-old me was probably just masturbating, which is why I can't express it. Right? <laughs> But it's just breathing. Not to the gin blossoms, <laughs> but there's a five. Maybe a different song on this list. I think there's like a five year gap between like ages where it's like the music taste, like five year difference, and the, the music tastes are totally radically different. Yeah, that's usually true. Something in that vein. Yeah, for four or five years. And Jason, fit, and the reason why I said that, and it's not insulting you, Jason. You're on the tail end of that five year span. Your some of your favorite bands growing up are completely different from the Lacey or, J, or Dave or myself. And it's not well, an insult, but it's just like you know, like. You might look at Empire Records and go, eh. But then I remember that, that movie and that soundtrack finally was, you know, it was one of the first cassettes I ever had. Yeah, we look at Empire Records we're like, oh my god, it's the greatest movie soundtrack yeah. ever. Like something similar. Like not yeah. ever, but it's high. I love yeah. Empire Records. I love this song. I love the Jim Blossoms. Like there's no bad things I can say about the Jim Blossoms. Right. Well, and of course another element of it too is I tend to skewer more like metal. Right. Like, and that's that, that plays into it. Where I'm at. Really? And again, I'm not attacking your opinion though. You know yeah, what, man? Exactly. You don't like the song, fine. It... I can't agree with you. That's all. Like I just can't. This song is yes, great. really. What, what do you mean? This song like, is great. It's in the forties on this list, right? Number forty or something like that. That's that's pretty accurate for where this should yeah. be. Yeah, on the list of these songs. I but, just meant really because you said I tend to skew more metal. I, I, I didn't mean you didn't. I love. I I love all things. No, you don't. You didn't love the cardigans. Oh yeah. How dare you? <laughs> Uh, anyways, Dave, it's your turn for overrated. Uh, well, we covered one of them. Uh, I had I had Setting Sun. That was more of an honorable mention, but to, I'm going to get right to the meat though, because uh, I got I got hot takes on on the top ten here. I actually agree with two of yours. Uh, Champagne Supernova should not be in the top ten. Fuck really? that song. Yep. Champagne Supernova is a decent song, but it is not. It is not. It's not even the best top ten Oasis song. Oh god, it I does agree not belong so this high on this I, list. I agree that I think for the time that was a really good song this song is great it's great i have nothing against it oh i rescind that applause now no but don't look back in anger also came out in 1996 but was it a single yes really i didn't know that don't look back in anger released at the same the same week or the span of weeks as this song released that should be here i might just be number three because that's my favorite oasis song because it's better than champagne supernova because it's It's long it's kind of plotting not much happens in this song. If we're going to break it down as a song, it's melodic, that's fine, but they had tons of melodic songs, and this is just kind of to what Jason was saying earlier about his picks. This song just kind of bores me. Yeah. You know? Fair enough. Wonderwall is the quintessential Oasis song if we're going to talk about this album specifically. That's the best song in this whole album. It's Wonderwall. Yeah, how is Wonderwall not way up Because it wasn't released. It was released in 1995. That's oh, what the fuck so ever. just by the charting, by the charting and how the songs are released, that's how they end up on these lists. Okay, you flipped me. 
You yeah. flipped me on Champagne Supernova because I did not realize that Don't Look Back in Anger. Also released Yeah, because I had the album. Yeah. I don't, I didn't we, all, realize, I, we all did, right? I didn't even I realize it, sure. it was a I single. Not. I don't remember hearing it on the radio, probably because I was too busy listening to my Oasis tape. Right, yeah, to hear all of it. <laughs> yeah. And then this is the last song, so you can turn the album off before it starts. Um, but I didn't realize because Don't Look Back in Anger, I think it's the best song on that album. That's my favorite For sure. song. So. Yeah. I think we should just change my subtitle to Noted Bad Music Lover. <laughs> that's, that's not fair. <laughs> I will say, though... Uh, I never getting, own this album. I I'm never... Getting, I'm getting a lot of head shakes across the table from me here. Roger, you might have opinions on this song. Look, this song makes me cry, okay? This is one of the most emotionally charged songs I've ever listened to in my entire life. Like this... This song, emotionally this album, charged, That's emotionally charged. Like, I, it makes are we listening me, to the same song right now? Yes, we are. Okay. Because it's one of those songs that uh, there's a moment in time that it's too long to explain in this podcast. But like this part right here, it's just it's like a flashback of my entire high school life, and I have I can't. If I'm looking at it critically, yeah, it might not be the best Oasis song, and "Don't Look Back in Anger" is my favorite song on the album. But this album alone changed me from listening to just basic, you know. Uh, what do we call it? Just it got me away from like starting to listen to Charlton Duquet and everything. This so this album had a profound impact on me listening to right. other things outside like pulp and everything. Yeah, it got me down that line. Dude, I'm gonna agree with you. I, but yeah, totally. But this song, it's just not this song. This song, I don't know why, but it just it it, it just stirs a lot of emotion inside me, and it doesn't bore me in any way, shape, or form. There's there's moments in my mind that flash through the song. It is a song that is reflective to me. And the video sucks. I mean, the video is terrible because it's like, let's put 60s imagery in here and then, um, you know, let's put 60s imagery in here and then, like, for whatever reason, we'll put 90s sophistication sunglasses. It, says, it, it looks like a giant gap video. So this this song, though, then, you have a obviously a heavy emotional attachment. It's fairly, but it's fairly rated because for it you. captures 1996. And I respect that. But I also think Don't Look Back in Anger can just as well capture 96 by the inclusion of Oasis on the list. Like... I'm I'm splitting hairs here also with this pick like one over the other, but this is I just don't think this is the best song to use. But that's again, it's my opinion. Right, and, and whatever. The reason why I think is because every I think also I think that if they look at popularity, that song was more popular than this classic right here. I mean, this song doesn't get enough radio. This song should get more radio play, and it doesn't. Yeah, and only because. I don't know, people are idiots. I don't, I don't know why, but this song is a better song. Absolutely. And I know those not on the list. We have to play it anyways because the song rules. <laughs> so, um, for two seconds, I thought that was Drops of Jupiter, and I was like, no. That's fine. Well, then while you're playing this, I'll talk about my next one because we don't have to play it because it's not a good song. Um, <laughs> I agree. Pearl Jam's overrated uh, Off He Goes is number 31 by Pearl Jam on this list. I never heard this song until like... I... All right, it's off No Code, which for a long time was kind of shit on. And, you know, it departs from the Pearl Jam-esque sound of Vitology and, you know, verses. Like, it's it's a bit more introspective. It does a little more, you know, a little more musically. And that's not the problem I have with this. But this song is boring. It's not good. There are better songs on this album. Hail Hail also released this year. On the, off of this was a single off of this album yeah. which is a rocking ass good ass song you want to put Hail Hail on here I respect that but this song isn't good I know it's flat out this I was going to ask you why did they put this song over Hail Hail over the list I don't know because it's pretty I guess if that's what you want to call pretty I mean some of these things are pretty sure is it one of those is it one but of those things? I don't think the song sustains as no, a song by itself I agree with like, this I just think it's okay at best yeah, I'm not. I'm not into it. It sounds like a, a bad attempt at Neil Young for some strange reason. It sounds like a song that would play in the background at a Cracker Barrel. It's playing. <laughs> at, it's playing at a Cracker Barrel. 
Cracker Barrel, maybe not. Maybe, no, uh, it's like one of those. Uh, no, it's one of those push button songs. Like oh yeah, feelings right. of the Appalachian Mountains. Click this place. Yeah. Or, no, it, you know you can easily see the song at seriously at like a like a, a rusted root music cafe theme. <laughs> okay. Oh, where you're buying beer in a can only. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. For sure. Yeah, okay. I yeah. gotcha. And they have uh, dirt floors and then like a wood step up to get to the bar. Yeah. Where they just, Everything's covered so, sawdust so for some reason. Where they tend bar by handing you cans of fucking beer. Yeah. So that's... I don't really have much to say about Off He Goes. It's, it's, it's not a great song. Um, I'm going to urge you not to play the next song I list because I can't hear it again. I might go insane. What is it? Uh, my last overrated song at number 18 here is Sublime's What I Got. Oh, no. God, I hate that Seriously, song. Seriously, dude, yeah. if I never ever hear that song again, it will not be too soon. Like, ever. I, I can go the rest of my life without ever hearing specifically any Sublime song, I guess, but this song. Oh, you mean all seven of them? Yeah. Jason what I got, what I got can what did go I do? rot and be buried. Hear like, me out. It's done. I'm curious. It's, dead. It's, a, it's a done song. This, the, I call it the Jason Pickham effect is if uh, if you hear a song, it will literally cause you to have a physical reaction. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> right. a, It's a true, and it's a true thing because if that's the same thing with Love Shack. I can't, <laughs> if I love, like, if <laughs> I hear Love Shack, I will literally punch you in the face. And if I hear Love away. Shack, I'm just going to dance, but that's just me, I guess. Go ahead. But I hate it because there's always the drunk guy at the bar that goes, Love yeah. Shack, baby! You're, no, like, see, you're cool. Now, when you were talking earlier about like you going to bars and people were singing... Uh, Weezer. Weezer. Yeah, that happened. Okay, but what really happened, any single party I went to anywhere in yeah. the entire southern, southeastern Michigan region as a teen and an early 20-year-old, yeah. some asshole had a guitar and he was gonna sing a fucking Sublime That's song. Yep. Yeah, Every no, single party you went to. Mm-hmm. It was a call, It was a Truth. coin toss. Yep. It was this... Or Santeria. Santeria's not on this list, so I can I can throw all of my hate at this song. 100% Fuck this true. song. I don't want it on my list. And then like, I don't want it in my life. Join in. And yep. And everybody's <gasps> hand clapping and smoking fucking blunts and, and drinking their shit. There you go, right beer. there. That's the other element of this too. Is that this song I attribute and I know someone personally. I attribute this song to people whose musical tastes never evolved. They just want to have a good time. Yeah. Man. They just fucking stopped at okay. this song. People like Jimmy Buffett. Full disclosure. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy this song. I enjoy Sublime. I I like them as a band and a lot of the things they've put out, but I thought this was a little high on the list. A little, yeah, a lot. A lot high. I think it belongs on there, but probably on the low end. I'm going to use it as a segue (laughs) to jump from this to our underrated, because I think this could be switched with something we all agree is underrated, which is Who Will Save Your Soul. You could literally switch the two and have the same result. That's funny, too, because they are the reverse numbers. Tool Save Your Soul is 81. This is 18. Exactly. But, you could uh, switch the two, and I would be totally fine with I that. I think Roger, though, Roger wants to weigh in on some overrated, though, before we get yeah, to our um, so my, my in, over- in closing, on my overrated, though, seriously, fuck Sublime. This song is not on my list. Yeah. Like, also, I'm tired. Get them off of radio. Why is that song still fucking playing? Anyway, anyway I agree with God you. God anyway. damn it. Um, Pardon my language. So, But not really. There's one. Love Fool was overrated. Um, oh, God, two of you, man, this hurts. This hurts my soul. <laughs> Who will save it, Dave? No, Jewel. Hopefully, because <laughs> it's not Roger or Lacey. They just they just hate love and joy and all things. Well, I hate boring music, so I'm not my put in. I'm the only one right in this room. That's what we're learning today. <laughs> Uh, Over under fair that Dave Roldan is right tough. story. It's so That's hard. bullshit because I don't agree with you on everything, but I agree with everything I say. <laughs> I, it's so messed up that we have to have that. Hey? Roger, that's a drop for when we uh, say lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to, to time and edit. Um, <laughs> right there. This song's kind of in the middle. This, I think this it's sounds in the like 40s. Crow. Yeah, this is in the this middle is a 40s, great I believe. Song. Um, 
You thought this was too high? I thought this was too high. Um, this is not Cheryl Crow's bed. Do the best work. Um, what's this, 46, I think? Something like that, yeah. yeah it's in, it's in the 40s, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't get... I, I, it's just maybe one of the songs that I'm just... It's not our best work. It's just kind of mail it in, kind of guess. And I just I don't think the, I don't like the song at all. And well, it, the the caption was neat. That it was like the first album she wrote herself. Ah, uh, because her first album was a collaborative effort with a bunch of people. I don't really know. Here's for sure. the thing. I, Music I, I like I like the song. That's that, all I can say. I think it's a good song. I think it's where it should be. There was what other well, he was, singles were off that record? Any? That's a good question. Yeah, because I don't was uh, cricket. Uh, let's see. If it makes you happy, it was hard to make a stand. Was that a was that a single? I don't Dave? know. You're going deep cuts now. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. My knowledge oh, of Cheryl Crow is whatever why. plays on the radio. Because this record, this whole record that that song is on, is mm. great, and I love it. If you ever get the chance to listen to that record beginning to end, it's awesome. It's bluesy. Oh, a change would rock. do you good. Yeah, is on a this change album. would do you good. I actually, that song I like. I just song. that song to me is a better song than that song. Matter is. of fact, I'm going to go home and listen to this. So, album. Um, and then the other song I have on the list that we didn't play yet um, is a band who represents a trend in music that was starting to happen, and I don't. Um, it it made for my late high school years. For terrible, uh, terrible music between ninety eight and ninety nine, and they started this band. This band started the trend, and that's a band that shouldn't be even. This should be in the seventies. Um, Sloan was ninety two, and this band was higher than Sloan. Is this stabbing westward? Yeah, I think it's. Whoa. I love stabbing westward. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. Hey, hey, hey I, I know. I kind of like stabbing. Hold on, let me, let me finish. Yeah. And I say that because it has. It's, it's not my favorite song of right. theirs, but I do like this song. Yeah. <laughs> no, the other song I'm trying to think of by theirs is just—they're one of those bands that I really like, but I can never name titles of. Right? Uh, it was in like the early 2000s. Uh, I have to look them up. I don't know. Let's talk I about. Let's talk about, about this song. Yeah. We're, we're here. Yeah. Just, it just reminds me of the same category of like a band like Orgy that came and went and, and was gone in the blink, blink of an eye, and I, I just. I just don't like the song. It just, it just sounds, just it sounds like that whiny, like the beginning of like the the elements of Wicked Park that I don't like. You know what? Funnily enough, I like this band, but this band reminds me specifically of the roommate you had when I first met you. Oh, Chris Bryant. Yes, yeah. because he had all of their albums. Oh yeah. And I was like, man, this guy's really douchey. What does he listen to? Oh, Stabbing Westward. Well, they're kind of douchey too. But oh, I, I remember, I like every, no, and he would play the song maybe because he also did the Tom, <laughs> the Dave Roldan Tom Petty effect where I would play Tom. Petty over and over again <laughs> yeah. in the same apartment, and he did the song a lot. So maybe that's why. Maybe it, it, it happens. Yeah, it's an emotional trigger song, I guess. But I, I remember him singing the song, playing Star Wars Universe on his computer. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't know. It's just a song. I don't know. I just never. Do you still know this guy? He sounds exactly no. like somebody I would date. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, 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 you would not, would not date this guy. You would not at all. I'm no. like, he's a douche. I've, he likes I've Star Wars him. and Stabbing Westward. No. No, no. No chance. No, not at all. Yeah. All right, I go back to the yeah, barista next door. <laughs> <laughs> the, song, the song that I was thinking of, by the way, was uh, Save Yourself. Yeah, yeah. Save Yourself. Yeah. Save that's not bad. That's a fucking great song. But I can't song, get enough of that yeah, song. Yeah, this, but this, this band, I never. This should have been in the 70s or 80s. In the top 50, that's bullshit. Sorry, Probably. they did. They were like the like the the proprietors in the like post industrial era of the the whispered verses. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but then like every now and again, you get a chorus. 
Well, this is what, well, Pick Reznor, a team. You can't do both. On well, here's that. what happened. Trent Reznor went to drug rehab, and they picked up the pieces. Well, this, well, this them was and, the time, I think, with these, like, 96, 97, with obviously, like, Nine Inch Nails, to some extent Marilyn Manson, and then, like, this band and, like, Gravity Kills, where, like, kills. industrial was Orgy. almost scratching the surface of being commercially successful yeah. and ma- maybe like a little bit of KMFDM because they were in the like Mortal Kombat movie. Right. But um, yeah. All right. So we feel pretty good about that. Jason, Jason you you touched off with the with the first the first of what I think is on everybody's list for underrated songs on this on this I don't list. know about Rogers. Well, at least the three of us anyway. Yeah. Uh, who will save your soul? If yep. we want to yep. turn, yep. we want to yep. turn this yep. down a little bit. That needs uh, to be a top tenner, I think. Because you guys, I got, I got some shit to say about Jewel. All right. <laughs> let me just, uh, of course you do. Hold on a second. Let me just kick back here. With yeah. The fresh go ahead. Shot. Open yeah. your double shot. Everybody, yep. take a sip of your energy drink. So, so I wish me, it was let, a beer. Let me set the same scene. Shirt. I'm gonna set the scene for you. It's 1996. Uh, there's a 13 year old boy in Dearborn Heights. His name's Dave Roldan. He's watching MTV, probably sometime on the weekend. It's probably Saturday early, because I'm probably going to go out and play like Mario Kart and shit later on. You're going to go out to play Mario Kart? Yeah, that's my friend's house. Like into your yard? i got to go to a friend's house. I'm going oh, okay. to hop the fence, head over to my boy's house. We're okay. going to play Mario Kart for like six hours. We're probably going to play Magic. We're probably going get, to get some Taco Bell. But before hold all on, this happens... Hold on. Just imagine you hopping a fence. Okay, go ahead. I used to be skinny. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, 20 years and about 300 pounds less ago. Uh, when you weigh two pounds? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so... I'm watching MTV. Yeah. It's black and white. The song just starts, the guitar picks in, a little drumming there, strumming. And I'm like, who is this? Who is this transfixing, fucking beautiful, jagged tooth heaven, large breasted goddess that I am seeing on this on this screen in front of me right now? That's my reaction. I, I found out her name was Jewel, and the rest is, as they say, history. I loved Jewel, like hardcore in love. Like the fledgling internet became something I became acquainted with because I wanted to find B sides and demos and songs, live performances of songs I didn't even know. Like I loved Jewel. It cannot be overstated. This song is in my top three. I'm moving Champagne Supernova up somewhere else, and Who Will Save Your Soul is in my top three. I love this song. I love Jewel. Jewel is my 1996, and I. In the interest of time, that's all I'm going to say. Here's what I'll do. I'll move it to number six, and I'll move I'll Scorcher to number 18, and then I'll move what I got down to 81. I, I like that. That's a fair three-way trade. Yep. I would actually just move anyway. this to number two. I love this song. This song what, Roger? Awesome. No, just continue, Lisa. Go ahead. It's, this song... Uh, yeah, I I think I was exposed to it on like VH1 for the first time, and well, I was, it may have been VH1. Because here's the thing: is I was the channel is irrelevant, but the situation I definitely was you know happened. way into like the rocking stuff back then, and this was not at all something that I would have like really gotten into. No, no, same. I was like way into Nirvana yeah. and like Jane's Addiction and, and like uh, all this other stuff like going on then, and this was this was a revelation to me. I uh, yeah, I remember like watching VH1, you know, or, like a top ten. Countdown or something, and this popped on there, and I was like, "What is this? This girl's so cool." I wasn't looking at her titties, but you know, um, yeah, I was like, "She's so cool. Look at her. She's got a guitar. She's playing." And then the song, but, but that wink. She she says "but" so like like it's <laughs> ooh edge. I said "but," and the symbol hits. 
This song is a shit, and I love it. The thing it. I, I remember, I remember, to that voice. I remember hating, by the way, about 1996, and specifically about VH1, is they tried to lump her in with like, uh, is it Melissa Brooks? That did, Melissa Etheridge? No, they did bitch. Oh, Meredith Brooks. Meredith, Meredith Brooks, I, and then yeah. Paula Cole, all of the stuff, and Melissa. They're like, though. oh, girls are actually Tween, Jewel. Like, no, they're not all the same. It's all like Lilith Fair. Yeah, shit. That, yeah, but then Lilith they like, Fair and then Sarah McLaughlin, and they tried to like right. do that like VH1 divas thing, and like it just really it. it she stood out amongst all of those. Well, she was the most popular. There's a reason for that. Like, she, right? Yeah. She outsold those bands. She toured more. She garnered more awards. She was more than a one hit wonder than Meredith fucking Brooks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that song is awful. Oh, I hate that song. But um, let's let's not let's not besmirch Jewel's good name by talking about. Side Meredith note: Brooks. I have a funny story year. about this song. So you know how she says the part down on Orleans Avenue. Mm. When I was in New Orleans, there's a street called Orleans Avenue, and I was walking down it. And this car pulled up, and it was jamming this song super loud, and it was right at that part. <laughs> and I just was like, this will never happen again in my life. This is awesome. And then I it- just got to hear Jewel playing from a car. Like, But I know that guy was thinking the same thing. Like, I'm going to put on well, that song, and I'm going to dry down Orleans. And- Roger? You, know, like you see the cartoon where you see like the... the- the food smell and the, and the dog or the cat kind of going like, like that. Like just floats through the air yeah. and moves over to it. When yeah. I saw the video, it was the same thing. Like it was, <laughs> I was about, No, I, I recall my moment in 1996. Here I am, a sophomore in high school, going to a Hawaiian shirt, going about to go to Plymouth and oh, yeah. hang out with my friends. About to go a out with Hawaiian a, a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah, I was in that. Yeah, yeah, rocking my, my first ever fitted hat, which was a New York Mets hat. And... Uh, about to go out, and I'm going upstairs, and VH1 came on, and this is when I'm around pop. I watch pop up video every every afternoon for sure. It's around the same time, or a little bit before pop up video. But I just remember, anyways. No, it was, it was um eight track playback. That was a show with David Cassidy when he was the first host. Okay, yeah. And that song came on, and she wore a belly shirt. That was the first time I ever seen a belly shirt ever in my life. Yeah. And that's when that, I had the song. I'm that, sure that certainly informed the rest of your This song years. is associated yeah. with one of his first directions. <laughs> well, nah. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but anyways, her voice, the, the pitch, and then I, heard, uh, I read about how she was yodeling with her father and all this oh, yeah. stuff. It sounded like, but no it, she just, she, she was the first female singer that stood out to me that I remember because everybody else was just, you know, like Madonna. The other side of Madonna, she was the first one I was like, really like, wow, she plays a guitar. It's awesome. Jewel, 100%, 100% informed my entire adult life of listening to music. Like, it starts with Jewel, and then I decide, like, oh, man, maybe girls are actually pretty good at music, too. Yeah. And now, like... Exactly, yeah. Now I'm like, oh, Regina Spector is my favorite thing in the world. Like, band, girl-fronted bands, like churches and stuff that all has, like, a kind of alt girl tinge to More it pain. like it all starts with jewel it all starts with jewel for me like yeah. all of it every single band that i would ever, agree even like ever after that i would put i know that there are too. there are artists that are better considered and like more more representative stuff like that like kate bush and tori amos and like people that are probably more emblematic of like that change for other people and probably more deserving but as one person jewel changed the entire way i listen to music i can't I know that sounds stupid, but I 100% think it's true. For me, this song, I remember my like first experience listening to it was in my mom's like 94 Explorer. It was green, and she was like talking. She was just, like, and then we're going to go. I'm like, shut up, shut, shut up. What is this? What is this? She's like, I don't know. Some girl. I'm like, turn it up. And by the way, my mom did talk like You're a valley girl back then, and too. And you talked like a stern, like, 30-year-old. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, yeah. Shut mom, up. Shut, shut up, up, mom. Mom, no. mom shut up. Turn this up. Mom, turn this up. <laughs> and she turned up. I don't and I was know just what like, this is, but it's important. Yeah, I just remember, like, I just, I just really identified with it, like the not any lyrics because it was not, I wasn't old enough to pay attention to them yet. 
but I just there was something about it that felt complete, like just to, as, as a whole. Like the song just felt like it was, like the melody was out there waiting for the lyrics to an extent. You know what I mean? Like those oh, things had to go mean. together. I know what you mean. I felt complete the like, first time I like, heard well, Like if someone else had picked that exact chord progression and written a song to it, it wouldn't have been as good, even if it was as good lyrically. It needed to go with those lyrics. It works perfectly. It is like one of the most complete songs I've ever heard in general. All right. Mm. Uh, all right. Jewel. Let's let's move on. <laughs> I feel like we could spend too much time talking about Jewel. Well, he said himself being that person. Um, Jason, why don't you fire another one? Another one. Uh, I had only two more on my underrated list. Uh, Throw them at me. Ready to go and cumbersome. Republica, ready to go. Yeah, that's I a great tune. Think that song. Good tune. I think it's. I think it's fine where it's at though. Where, where was it at? You got a number for it? Uh, I don't offhand. Hold, give me a second. It's on my uh, saved list. Yeah. And I am. I'm ready to go. All that talking about Jewel, yeah. I'm, I'm really ready to go. Anyway. It was 56. That's a good place for yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good place. No, I think it needs to be higher. Think I, think so? it's, I, think it's, I think it has more longevity to it. I love this video, though. Yeah, my video. underrated list <laughs> is just so full of... My underrated list was all just songs that I think still have a place uh, my underrated list are just my three favorite songs on this whole list like that's all i do right yeah list. but maybe maybe, I, I, maybe I just mean still a place to me no no <laughs> like, that's fine and i i don't even disagree with you i think the song's fantastic but i think it's a great song i think i think, I think where it's at on the list is probably fair in the 50s i i wouldn't put it much higher but it's i would agree that it's probably maybe it's not underrated but it's underappreciated definitely i, I, yeah. I totally say that it's, yeah, it's a good. This scene. is another song that Guy Ritchie heard and went, oh, "I'm gonna have a career." Yeah, no, <laughs> like, this, this is a good. This is yeah. a good ass tune. Um, this and song, then, the only movie this song reminds me of is uh, the Jawbreaker. No, 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 no. Um, damn it! It's the summer vacation. The summer vacation. The fucking Chevy Chase. The National Lampoon's Vegas vacation. Oh, Vegas vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Because it was in this. And then For cumbersome, sure. of course. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We were talking Fuck about the off air. No, that song. Is, hard. That song is the baseline for all garbage rock. Like it, it is, is the model oh, you can for puddle of mud's entire career. That's blame why I hate. You it. can blame them for three doors down. You can blame them for Nickelback. Anything. Yeah. I mean, look. Okay. 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 We're overstating it a little. No. We're overstating it a little because. Seven Mary Three is the byproduct of everything that had happened before Seven Mary Three, so it's not 100% their fault. But man, they did not help. Like, I totally understand that that song became popular and it made like a whole nation of dudes noodling around in a garage think that they should make that kind of music all for the worst of all. I agree, but man, I hear the beginning of Cumbersome though, and I am like, I'm just ready for literally anything. Like, I love that song so goddamn much. And it's it's really low on this list. It's like what ninety something. It's yeah, way down there. It's like it's ninety BS. ninety or eighty eight or something like that. Yeah. Like yeah, that song. This song should absolutely be. Higher. It is eighty four. So it is eighty four, and I could also <laughs> interchange that up into the top oh, twenty. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm about to explode with hatred. I'm about to explode with joy all over the place. Seven Explain Mar- your hatred. Seven Mary, because they listen to the vocals on this song. What are you really Tell me about your feelings. Also, Seven Mary Three has another song that's probably they do didn't not, come out lying. in 1996, and that's why it's not on this list. It's much better. It it's actually matter a respectable what song, song that was. and it's called Water's Edge. I never Water's Edge is fine. It's not cumbersome. <laughs> This Dude. fucking song sucks. 
I hate this song so much because every time I hear it, I just think like, yeah, this is what made all those fucking assholes in like Nickelback and Default and Theory of the Dead Man think yep. that they could make music. And 100%. They were, yeah. they were right because people eat this shit up. The video. Guilty as charged. <laughs> this song only. I hate every other thing that it began. God damn it. This song. The video is ridiculous. Yeah. Look, at the, look at the singer. Look at his stupid facial hair. Yeah. They're in a the bar because where else would they be? I, I, I haven't even seen this video. I guarantee you they're all wearing plaid. No. Or at least one of them. No, one of them's got to be wearing plaid, right? They're wearing wear the classic late 90s alternative gear, which is a weird jean jacket flannel mix. Uh, a shirt, okay. obscure shirt that makes no sense. Yep. Jeans and... A metal necklace? No, no. A uh, no. she-shell necklace. I also want to oh, okay. fucking fight their drummer. <laughs> Why? He just looks like a prick. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jason, I... You got... I got your back, man. And, oh, no, and, what, and, and, oh, and also... One member of the band has a tank top on. That was also quintessential oh, late yeah, 90s totally, band. Totally. What, a tank top? Yeah, that was oh, a yeah. tank top. One guy with long hair, that, one guy with the, the, the tank top guy has to be the buzz cut guy or the short hair cut guy. Dude, you, when yeah, you're wearing a tank exactly. top, you're wearing a tank top because sleeves are covered somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Is that drummer? Live started the drummer. It's the short hair guy? Yeah. The long, the long hair guy to give him credibility. like I eat a sandwich. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to eat a sandwich. All right, all right. Oh, the unnecessary slow motion? We're flying off the rails. Uh, that's what this show's for. That's what this song does, man. Yes, yes man. The song makes you, you untethered. Makes I'll, you an animal. You guys can't see it. My pants are gone. <laughs> I, I'm glad story. I can't see it. Though. True story. It's a good thing we're not talking you about. You can't see anymore. it, but my veins are bulging out. Her, of va- my her blood jacket. pressure has become cumbersome. <laughs> um, so we, had, we got Republica. That's great. I agree with you on both of those songs. Those are both good choices. Lacey, Lacey, you got some underrated songs. Uh, in addition to Jewel, I also had uh, Luscious Jackson on here, oh, Naked nice. Eye, because nice. I super loved Luscious Jackson. I love. I love you, Lacey. Every damn song. <laughs> because you know why? That's not I, sincere. No, it did. Yeah, no. I just this like, is the I first like the band. Tone, though. Here's oh, why. Lacey. Lacey and I differ on a lot of things, but if there's one thing that we can actually agree on, it's Luscious Jackson. I love, love Luscious Jackson. I don't wow. even have a number for it, but it, it, it came in. Kind of low. I know that. I want to say it was like middle. Yeah, I felt like it was in the middle somewhere. Here we go. It's uh, it's it's number thirty. Number yeah. thirty's pretty good. I just felt like it could have at least been top twenty because this yeah. song was really yeah. popular in '96. I know it was in heavy rotation in my life. Yeah, it was sure. mine too. I would be willing to switch this song with that 311 song too. Like this should be higher. I just yeah. I just thought <laughs> this is another like definitive '96 song. Oh god, it's just so. And that's not even the best song on this album. No, no, but this is a great song. Yeah. Like, it's not to be undersold. I like, just this thought, song is, I just this thought song it could have been awesome. top 20. Yeah. I'm not saying it needs to be number one. It's just this song, For it sure. brings me, you know, I loved, of course, music a lot when I was a kid. I still do, obviously. Well, but seeing it. an all-girl band, like, making good shit was a little... Weird. As, like, a band band. Yeah, too, as, not, like, a yeah. band. Not, not, not just, like, like Spice Girls. Not like the Spice like, Girls, yeah. which are awesome and fun, right, right. but... I was, yeah. you know, they Disclaimer, were like, I was they not were, attacking the Spice Girls. They were playing girl. instruments. I no, think still, uh, still. their drummer used to fucking tour with the Beastie Boys. He was, she was like, part of the Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah, they yeah were, for they were, uh, they were, like, playing their shit and yeah. writing their shit and being awesome, and I loved it. And, yeah, that's a solid choice. for me. I kind of feel like it... Looking at what's ahead of it, I don't think I'd move too much. That 311 song is a good one, but then I'm pushing down stuff that I really like, like Sleater Kenny and Not a Surf, and like I don't want to move it too far ahead. 
maybe a couple of spots, but I, I feel it's probably good where it is, but I can see an argument for it being underrated yeah. for sure. And uh, the other one for me was uh, Over Now, Alice in Chains, which I believe is in the 70s somewhere on here on this list. I'm looking at Dave's face and... Dave, I know you don't like Alice in Chains. I just... I'm not this, a fan, man. This damn song. I'm just not. And you know what? Oh. The most hilarious thing about that, like I was saying, you know, I am I am like a, a diehard fan of this of the Seattle sound. Like Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, every single band that came out of that scene and is this music. Scream I love all of it. I love all of it. I love every single thing. And then I draw the line at Alice in Chains. Like, See, I don't know what happened between now and 1999 that made me decide I didn't like them really anymore, but they just never really did it for me. See, man. to me, I never lumped Alice in Chains. I think Alice in Chains got lumped into that whole Seattle sound. I mean, they're they're from Seattle, right? Or like yeah. the Washington. California, Washington, California, around. Yeah, the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they got unfairly lumped into it. I think this band is a little bit grittier than all of them. I think I all be, of those bands get lumped point, into Lacey. get lumped into that unfairly. Like every one of them has a sound that yeah, isn't it, a sound that should be compared to each other. You're right. But, but I kind of feel like Alice in Chains bites a little off those other bands. Like if you go back and listen to like really early Nirvana, like Lane's kind of taken some early Kurt growling. Like it's songs like songs like Dive and stuff like that. Like it's it's there. Like but, it's, it's not by accident that it was, sounds. Like but Jerry Cantrell is a better guitar player than what people give him credit for. Yeah, he, I'm not saying no, that about Jerry Cantrell. Yeah. But this, like this band just isn't. Spectacular. I just remember, like, growing up for me personally, like, the Alice in Chains was always like, it was like, what would it be like if Stone Temple Pilots' lead singer mated with the lead singer of Nirvana and then they played over Pearl Jam? Like, it's all, it's just, it, it is the amalgamation of all three. I think you're insulting Pearl Jam. Yeah, and you're also, like, and also but, insulting because Alice Chain had two lead singers, technically. Jerry and yeah, but like, then the second yeah. Jerry got the chance to be the lead singer, he immediately Jerry's handed doing, over the Jerry's rails. Doing, he's singing the song. Jerry's he's doing rhythm. The song. Though, you know what yeah. I mean? Completely right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it never. It's just not. Yeah. It never it, appealed to me. Well, the reason why Dan, I mean Lance, which is, is weird because I like Nirvana. Lance is doing uh, at this point right Lane. towards the tail end of his heroin and started getting into Lane. Sorry, Lane is starting to tailspin of his career right here. He could barely make the stage performance. And after that, he was really reclusive after that. Yeah, they're so. kind of like on indefinite hiatus after this album. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah this was kind of like the beginning of the end of Alice in Chains. Yeah. Um, but this song, and specifically this acoustic version, the I unplugged think version of it, beautiful. Yeah. I agree with awesome. Lacey. It's the last, this is the last track on their, uh, is it, was it Dirt or Grind? I think it was or it's it might have just it might have just been right. it was the, this is the unplugged performance of this song I know so. but this was the last song off like the last album oh, that right, they did right. with yeah. Lane yeah. Staley and then they came in and they do this you know unplugged version of it and I love Alice in Chains unplugged if, if I'm going to like any I'm, of it it's their unplugged performance and it's I'm, really good I'm sure it's, Dave's it's really gonna good. lunge at me across the table but I like Alice in Chains unplugged better than Nirvana's alright well this has been over under fair um, <laughs> I think I think it's yep, a better here it goes the headphones I, are off I like it better he f- somehow found um, a metal chair that's where I disagree with you Lacey <laughs> smack I like their unplugged better than I like Nirvana's and this song specifically is my favorite those it's are my bold words but you're entitled to your opinion I know. I know, I know. You know what my opinion is? I don't like acoustic music. <laughs> That's what my opinion is. Wholesale. Just fuck just, all of it's it. It's not, like, I don't think acoustic. it's bad. It's just not for me. Oh, like, it's just grand- there. Grandpa's guitars? Yeah, it's just, well, it's just boring. I like my music loud and in my face. 
This song is Or Steely like Dan, which is weird. This just song like, just like your woman. Yeah, loud into my face, or Steely Dan. Roger. Just like my women. Roger. <laughs> Roger, you got some underrated tracks. Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just um, like my women, Walter Becker. <laughs> that would be weird. Man, if you like your women like Steely Dan, you're gonna like some ugly women. Fat bearded stoner women. Nose. I'm thinking of Donald Fagan. They're like the big oh, honking so nose. Short hunchbacks. Yeah. Speedy eyed, always wearing sunglasses <laughs> indoors. I know some girls. I like that. Um the lemon heads. Jason, are you being... wouldn't even know a diamond if you held it in your hand. <laughs> This Tonight I'm gonna kiss the dragon. This song should be a little higher on the list. Um, it's very underrated. I mean, Lemonhead's got a lot of play for the cover of Mrs. Robinson for you know, but this song right here, yeah, this is this is a good song. Yeah, I would agree with you. This is probably underrated. Yeah, this um, was on my underrated list also. Actually, was it really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a good tune. It's one of the, it's one of the songs I. I it is the, the, the jangle pop thing, but um, if I could talk, I'd tell yeah, you. This is the yeah, name of the song. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, the video is really cool too. It's a, it's a. Mine. I don't remember the video, but I do remember yeah. the song. I don't even remember this song. Yeah. No, Lemonheads are good. I like Lemonheads. It's another 120 minute. I mean, I listened to this whole playlist and I was fine with it being there. I right. didn't listen to it and go. Ugh, it needs yeah. to move. But you know, I just I don't remember this song in 1996. Yeah. I would go ahead and just swap it out. Like it's it's right near "Give It a Day" by Pavement. If you just yeah. flip those two songs, I'm cool with that. Like just bump it up like seven spots. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's fair. some of the stuff from seven and stuff like that. The little yeah, cheesy. moving into the fifties instead yeah. of the sixties. That's yeah. And then this song, I'm surprised this song is not higher on the list, and it should be. But I still love this song. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> this song. No, I 100 percent agree with you. This okay. song. This song is just you know a two man band. It's the first. It was the first time I remember the. First two man band I ever I remember. What was it? Oh. I I didn't talk about it because it was an honorable mention song, but I have this in my overrated. I really? hate, I hate this song. <laughs> he turns it up. I'm on board. Uh, this is this is Bound for the Floor by Local yeah. H. I'm sure you all know if you're listening to this. this no, song, actually, some of us we, don't. We can, it is well known by being called like the copacetic song. Yep. Yeah. It has, it's its alternate. I'm sure they don't like the that no. yeah, they, they don't do anything because they don't exist because the song sucks. They just one they one just one toured last month. I don't care who went. Did you go? Did they tour what state know. fairs? Yeah. No, fuck or St. Andrews. This band sucks. They played this St. Andrews. Sucks. Yeah. They played St. Andrews. Yes. Yes. They who are, came? They are a Detroit band. Aren't they? No, they're from Ohio. Are they? Yeah, but they're yeah, they're but they're they're local. of they're of an area where they were still here like yeah. a lot. Yeah, so yeah. I'm they, sorry, uh, this local age never did it for me. Yeah, I, this song should be a little higher. I know why. This was the first song that just I don't know, just I don't. Know, I love the song and it should be a little higher. And then the last one, it's a little obscure and a little. Um, but That's okay, baby. Scare us. It's one of my favorite Peter Farrell songs. Oh, oh man, Tahitian Moon. Oh, yeah, God, I hated this song too. <laughs> this was one of the other ones I had the most difficult time getting through. The Porno Pirate. Really? I yeah. fucking hate Perry yeah, Farrell. I, uh, I don't hate Perry Farrell. Neither do I. And I don't hate Porno for Pyros. But, but I, don't, song, I don't love this song. No. You know, like, I, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's okay, but I don't know, man. Like, it's it's not it's not their best. No. I, 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 to be, if I'm being really honest, I don't even think this song belongs on the list. Yeah, you pull so it right I'd, off. I'd pull, pull it right, right off, off. along a little, with a couple other things. Why? Why is it that? I don't understand. It's 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 a song. It's different. It's it's one of those songs that I mean, yeah, it's not the most. If you think about Jane's Addiction and the body of work, but I mean, the the beginning of the song is just fat guitar, that the horn. Just there's the problem right there. 
אתמול. I hope you like that chord progression because you're going to hear it 10,000 times for the next three minutes while Perry Farrell just moans over it. Yeah. God, I, I hate Perry This song Farrell. is not good. I'm not throwing it off the list and I wouldn't. I agree with you that I don't hate it, but it's, it's kind of where it should be if it's going to be on there. See? It might actually be a little overrated. Uh, honestly, it could be. It could hit number 96 and that would be fine with me. Well, if, I, it's a tie between that and um, Sloan. It yeah, should be Sloan higher. should probably be higher. Um, at, at number 92, Good and Everyone should probably be a little higher. Yeah, that song is a one... That's quintessential Sloan, but, like, that's... Um, I don't know why it's so low. The, I, I understand why it's so low, because it, this band never never in the United States gotten the right. it deserves, but... And it's not one of, like, their really well-known songs of people that would yeah. know Sloan songs, but it's, it's a good song. Great album, too. It's a good album. Yeah. Um... All right. Oh, I still have some underrated. I forgot. I got. You haven't done any of yours. I haven't. Except um, for who well, was Jewel. Episode. Except for Jewel. Yeah. Um, we're, at one, we're at 111, by the way. Yeah, we're, we're going to wrap it up. I got my underrated, so we're going to take it home. We had a lot uh, of meat to chew on this week. Yeah, we did. Um, so this one's a little outside of the realm because it's, it is my, uh, my first underrated pick is in the top 15, but it is probably my favorite song on this entire list, and that is In the Meantime by Space Hog. Really? It's number 12. Uh, you thought that was underrated. My first concert, by the way. It's number 12. I'm putting it in my top five easily. Yeah. I, I love, love this song. This should be top five. Should I be. love, I'm not even going to lie to you, I love Space Hog. I love this album. I love the Chinese album, which is the follow-up album to this. I am kind of a Space Hog fan, and this song is in a bottle. Like, what I, I hear this song, and I think of, like, my entire teenage dumb. Like, all of it, all at once. Yeah. It just makes me fuzzy and happy. And I don't have a specific memory to tie to it, just like the feeling of being a teenager in the 90s. And I'm riddled with nostalgia when I hear this song. Yeah. Also, these guys obviously love David Bowie because they're aping them all the time. So this song is just great. Yeah, this song, I love it. I, I do. I think it's, I think I would be comfortable with it getting switched out with Weezer, to be Yeah, honest. throw it in the yeah. top six. Throw, throw top anything six. in the top six of the Weezer. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I thought I wasn't... I, I took a second look at this song because I do love this song and I was like, is 12 good enough for it? And I, I was actually kind of shocked that they put it that high. I agree. I agree that it should be. <laughs> I, I totally thought it was surprising I, to see it that I high. I was surprised that Spin put it at number 12. Yeah. And I mean, personally, I could definitely put it, switch it with Weezer and it would be fine. Yeah, I was but surprised they put it as high, but I was I'm willing to put it higher. <laughs> I was happy with it at number 12. This is one of those songs, this is one of those songs you can use for almost any dramedy series finale. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You could see this definitely playing in the last episode of Scrubs. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? On tonight's parenthood. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. narrator going, it's like a we walked away that day with our heads held high Yeah, and our stomach's full of food. <laughs> yeah. We walked away. And, you know, people. things were different, but who knows what, what, yeah. what's going to happen. You we know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah, we walked away from better, better people. Freeze framing yeah. them all going, <laughs> like just smiling at each uh, other. This and is a in great song. super nineties news, wasn't Liv Tyler married to the singer from the Yes. Band? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well played. Yeah. Come, Come on. on. Come went, on, nineties. They got divorced after he went all fucking I'm the lead singer from Space Hog. <laughs> I'm gonna get arrested naked, rock star shit. Hey man, it was the nineties. Uh, a lot of us were getting seriously? arrested naked. We did? Oh my father in law Steve Tyler had to come bail me out. <laughs> <laughs> he was like He used the money from the hit song he wrote about wanting to fuck his daughter. <laughs> In the video, in the video. Maybe the song isn't, but the video probably is. The song was written for the movie! Yeah. Um, yeah, so 
I, got, I just wanted to give Space Hog a little a little extra love on this list. And then uh, I got my honorable mention. You don't have to play it, but uh, whoever you are by Gaggy Ta at number ninety one. Like that song is kind of dumb. It's the kind of song as I believe the article said you would hear like in a car commercial, which I totally can understand. It's just a song about a guy driving around in a I car and waving at people. Years ago. But, Dude, this song is like infectious beyond belief. Like, oh, this is another one of those so songs that was bored as shit with. I totally, I get How that. I can, I can understand. No, I get it. It's, it's just kind of the same thing over and over again. But it's like a happy sounding song when the guy, like, you know, when he just starts getting into the singing and stuff. And he's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All I want to do is to thank you, even though I don't know who you are. But yeah, <laughs> this song, this song is just kind of infectious, and I, ninety one is is just way too low. It's criminally. Too low. What's weird you is could, that I like cake, but I don't like this. Yeah, no, you could throw this song way. I'd I'd settle for the song in like a sixties range, but it's ninety one is way too low. This song should be higher. But again, that's that's small potatoes because the last song I want to talk about. Did you want something to say? I'm sorry, baby. No, what? I was just gonna follow up. Your next thing, I I just have a question for everybody when you're done. The last song, uh, am I underrated? Which I again, I, I picked three songs that I thought were like three of my favorite songs in this whole list. So I had "Who Will Save Your Soul," "Space Hogs in the Meantime," and then my last and final, and I'm putting it as high as like number two or three, is "Super Drag Sucked Out," which is at number sixty-four, which is absolutely criminally, criminally underrated on this list. If you guys don't remember this song. It is the most infinitely listenable song. It's like three minutes long. You could listen to it 8,000 times yeah. and you won't get sick of it because it's fucking amazing. I actually kind of really want you to play this one. Oh, now no, I have to I, hear I, these were all in mash my head. Now. I got to identify. Oh, this song. Man, I love this yeah. song so damn much. I Dude, how can you not like something like this? Like, this is, this is 1996. This is a, uh, Perfect power This is 1996. Yeah. It, it's, it's timeless. It's not even just 1996. It's this a good album, too. Now. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's just, it's infinitely listenable. It's easy to enjoy. It's easy to appreciate. It's easy to sing. Like, it's just such a great song. It, you know, with the screaming choruses here. The feeling. Like man, this is another one I've heard attempted at parties. Oh yeah, I, I, it could have been me. Like I've yeah. sang the song before. I'm pretty sure it was you actually. Now that <laughs> I think about it, I love this like song. circa 2010 ish. <laughs> I'm singing the song every year. Uh, so at that house in Westland. It's possible. You guys used to do a lot of meatloaf together. But yeah, this, yeah, song, this song's we did amazing. Do a lot of meatloaf. This song's amazing. That's an episode later on. Us singing meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, no, just like meatloaf. Hour, I was going to say just meatloaf. I was just thinking an hour and 20 minutes of Dave and I singing meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> um, question for you guys, if sure. I may. Aside from what I got, is there any songs on this list that you would just straight up pull off? Ooh, good question. Because um, I'll tell you what one is for me, and it's I. The reason I didn't include it on my list is because it's number ninety six. But Weird Al's the alternative. Oh come on! Gangsters Paradise came out the same year. All right, yeah, but or I guess Amish Paradise. Amish Paradise, sorry. yeah. But I don't know. I guess they were going for the alternative vein of things. So yeah, since they this were like, like let's put it at number the polka six. of it's the a alternative song. of everything right. to come. But no, you're right. I, all right. I mean, honestly, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it, but I respect that. I, I would just pluck that right off the list. Yeah, I, uh, I, I actually I, I got one. Uh, a Weezer. <laughs> you fucking hate Weezer. Uh, all mixed up by 311. I'm throwing off this list because I hate 311. I sorry. I like one 311 song. It's not all mixed up. It's not on my list. Um, I would probably. I don't know, man. It's hard. Like some of these songs, I really enjoy. Uh, that Tortoise song that's 12 minutes long and it's instrumental. Fuck that song. 
Like tortoise, whatever. I don't hate tortoise, but it shouldn't even be on here. And the it's like that, in the, the it's like in the thirties. Like that's 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 pulling obscure. But uh, um, I don't know. We did man. We didn't give a lot of love to a lot of these songs. Shadow Shadow Boxer is probably underrated. Naked by the Goo Goo Dolls might even be underrated. I don't even like the Goo Goo Dolls that much. Nova came for the soul is underrated. Cake the distance should have been higher. I should I, I had that on my honorable under. Cake underrated. is probably underrated. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Probably no, there's not a lot of songs I would just pull right off here except that 311 song because I hate that song. And as previously discussed, what I got by. It's by weird. Sublime. The three songs I'd pull off are by artists who are still other than Sublime somewhat oh, relevant. You know what? I'd probably take Love Roller Coaster by the Chili Peppers off of here. Just Amen. Because, Damn, just yeah. because it's. Whatever it's a whatever also, cover. I hate yeah. the Chili Peppers. It's just a whatever cover. Like it's it's not my favorite. But uh, that's probably that's probably a good song. Sixth Avenue for heartache. I feel like that could have been a little higher. That's probably Roger. That's a that's an excellent choice. Just to send us out on. I think I think we went the distance on this list and we uh, we covered a lot of what we probably needed to talk about. Everybody feels pretty comfortable. I'm feeling good. All right. I'm feeling happy that music moved past this as an era. Yeah. No more boring. Yeah. Well. Well, I'm sure it's out there. I'm gonna punch. I'm gonna punch you when we're done recording. All right. Um, all right. So this was over under fair. You can check us out uh, on Facebook over under fair. Uh, hit up on Twitter at over under fair and uh, email us at g- uh, over under fair pod at gmail.com Let us know. You know, send, send us some feedback. Send us some. Uh, you know, maybe some topics you'd like to hear in the future, stuff like that. Let us know if we're doing a good job. Let us know if we're terrible and you also hate the '90s, in which case you shouldn't listen to this show. But you know, if you continue to. We love it. We love and you. I'll be your champion. Yeah. We love it. We love you. Uh, speaking for Roger, Lacey, and Jason, I'm Dave. This has been Over Under Fair. 